0: Cheers!
1: Everybody has a martini.
0: Everybody have a martini.
1: Teeny cheers. Teeny hands. To another episode of House of Herbie, your safe space for self discovery and
0: snowboarding.
1: <laughs> cheers. cheers.
0: This is episode twenty five. <laughs> oh shit! Is it really twenty five? Oh shit! Does that mean we have to stop soon? Mm-hmm. Is that too many?
1: They don't let you do more than twenty six episodes. Yeah, my first. <laughs> yeah. Actually, in the beginning, when we started this podcast, they told us, or you know, Alex had read that if you get past episode six, you might make it.
0: Right. We did it. (laughs) Yeah. We made it, guys. It is
1: uh, funny because today uh, we actually shoot these on Fridays, and we were talking. We call it Numbers Friday, where we go through like all the social medias, all the comments, engage, interactions, um, shoppers on the site. Like we go through all these numbers because the social media. Huh? Do we go through social media? we don't go through or social media. Or look at the numbers. Nick was not look at, the, at numbers the numbers meeting. No. Okay, but this I'm just saying this because it's a creative living podcast. So yeah. the topic for today, especially, this is important because uh, it is really hard as a creative person to see what progress you've made. And one thing that we did back in the Carmen Covers days, like back in the 2010s, is every week, I, or I would at least, write down in my little calendar how many subscribers we had.
0: Mm-hmm. And you
1: can choose what parameters you want to look at, right? So if you want to look at like, you know, like today I have like a zit forming in my third eye. I'm like, if you want to count your zits every week to manage to measure your stress level, you could also do that. I'm like, why is my third eye swelling up? Do you see it?
0: Uh, yeah, barely. It's I wouldn't have seen it if you didn't. You
1: can only touch see it. my zit if you're watching on Patreon. We love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com/slash House of Herbie. We are learning so much. Thank you, especially our patrons right now, because y'all are the first round you are our first sugar daddies that we've ever hosted in a space like this and the community is so vibrant and beautiful we're currently organizing the discord into different subcategories because there's so many of you engaging there and we want to make sure the conversations are easily navigated and as you have a larger group of people it's better to like break it off into different categories i guess absolutely so using your weekly productivity in the form of numbers is boring but so even if you're spending five minutes, you know, we got Shake Shack today, which is like one of our favorite burger places and chicken sandwich places. And French fries and we just sit around and we go over the numbers and you know, it's really easy week to week to see these fluctuations and and start having what is called imposter syndrome. So when you start facing the real numbers and the real work of like, you're turning your creative hobby or you're turning your passion into a job and you're making money now and you have customers and you're managing a, a mailing list of emails and texting people and doing all these things, right? You start there inevitably will be up times and down times and this is just something we've learned over what decades of doing this mm-hmm. and especially in music y'all wow if any of my musician babies are listening this shit gets oh, crazy total shit, show. total shit show it's like what are we doing here am i even good at music
0: well it's like that the picture of what success looks like versus what you know what it feels like or you know what, what it looks like from the outside to versus what it actually is and you know it's it's always peaks and valleys but it's kind of like the stock market eventually over time if you can consistently get shit out now you can you will see the through line go up yeah but yes, yeah, like the stock market, like the stock market. And eventually. they always, they use
1: like an iceberg picture. You see the tip of the iceberg, right? And then there's like a water yeah. line. And then under the water line is like this gigantic.
0: Yeah, that's where like 98% of it is. That's the where the all the work is. Sees. And
1: by the time the majority of your fans find you, you will have already put in like a decade of work and they You'll have no idea how. Have
0: already sunk the Titanic.
1: They have no idea how big of a dork you are. So imposter syndrome is a really hot topic right now. And I know some of you listening know what this is because we talked about it on a previous episode where we said, we need your art. There's an episode called We Need Your Art. And we touched on it. And I just want to go deeper into it today because I'm noticing more and more people talking about this. And yeah. I didn't even know at the beginning of my music career that being a woman was going to have a different flavor and a different trajectory. Like I was going to have to climb like steeper mountains in some areas. right? So... I want to first acknowledge that imposter syndrome and this like cognitive dissonance is everybody experiences this on a different level. And especially I think women, people of color, um, people that people of different level of ability or disability. I mean, there's so many categories where you're just going to start doubting yourself and feeling like you don't belong. Mm -hmm. And that has such an impact on your purpose and your trajectory.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can escape it. I don't think
1: <laughs> I mean a queer That's it. The end queer, of episode. The queer community, you know, is under attack, like always, but like right now, especially there's some weird shit. I even it's even getting into my feed. I'm like, what is happening mm-hmm. with Boy, drag like, shows uh, like in
0: Tennessee and stuff? I mm-hmm.
1: can't I can't imagine how much anxiety that must give our bait our queer babies. Yeah. Like it's just weird. It's weird right right now. So I wanna just go over all this stuff today and then give you some tips for how to deal with this. Thing that we inevitably all feel.
0: Everybody. And I, I every person ever and through fucking history, I think if you've ever had a human body, you've never been able to escape this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been interesting. And the more that I, um, throughout our career and through our own personal experience, there's been different layers of this
1: for me personally. Oh, yeah.
0: But it is, um, yeah, well, okay, go ahead. Do you want to get into some shit? say so, some shit.
1: Yeah, so all of us suffer from imposter syndrome at some point it's inevitable when you're breaking into new territory too. So if you're feeling imposter syndrome, I want to congratulate you because you're pushing babe. You are courageously pushing beyond what, you know, society is allowing of you. And that's, you know, nobody's going to congratulate you. (laughs) Jedi said something this week. He was like, you know what? Nobody pats you on the back when you like, if you're going off and doing something, starting your own business or just being creative and doing something that's never been done, nobody runs up with the, Dozen roses and balloons and cake, and says, You did it. Like, what?
0: Matthew McConaughey comes out, Candy can Ashton Kutcher, what was his name? <laughs> there you go. You made it. Congratulations. But nobody you know, fucking, that never happens. You, you don't know, have the soundtrack. You don't have John Williams <laughs> with the string section coming through as you're hiking the top of the mountain, seeing the ocean.
1: This is a way better experience than I, you know. You know what I'm saying? I so we, so Nick and I are gonna be the ones that do congratulate you. We just Holy want to shit. We want to give you on this episode of House Congratulations. of Congratulations. Let's give you a big old pat on the back.
0: Oh my god. Good fucking job. you, you look good. If you, you don't, don't look like being so touched, you know,
1: if you don't like being touched, we're sending, <laughs> like sending touched. uh some Reiki energy to you right <laughs> yep. now. Congratulations, yep. babe. You you're doing it. It's happening. Okay. They're,
0: we're making jewelry now.
1: I'm, I am making jewelry. Not everybody listening is making jewelry, but if you are congratulations, whatever it is that you're pursuing, we are proud of you and want you to know that there is always somebody that can acknowledge this in you. And that's one of our tips for dealing with imposter syndrome today that I found in my studies.
0: So what you just did is you flip the angle of it to look at it as gratitude. Yes. Gratitude is, is one of the cheat codes for these things.
1: And having somebody authentically and genuinely tell you that you're doing amazing and that they believe in you is invaluable.
0: Yeah, it is. Phoning
1: it? a friend when you're experiencing imposter syndrome is so helpful. If you don't My have mind. someone you know that you can talk to, that's okay too. We will continue to tell you. But if you do have a friend, um, this can be very therapeutic. Now, there are some friends that will reinforce your imposter syndrome and say, <laughs> ah, you know, growing up, my family especially was worried about my career choice and my path. And so calling them and telling them about what was happening was not health- healthy for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they would instill more fear and create more of this feeling, right? And that's not, yeah. that's not their fault. They are literally, they just never faced their own.
0: Well, they're doing the, the best of what they can. Best yeah, best of what they, of what they
1: know, right? Yeah. And it does. So that's why I say, congrats. You have been courageous enough to pursue something wild and crazy that, you know, it's a crazy dream where your dream life is calling and you you answered. <laughs> so okay, so so what exactly is imposter syndrome? Psychological occurrence where people doubt their skills, talents, or accomplishments and have a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as frauds. Mm. This one I really the word fraud is like so rude that hurts me yeah the word fraud it's pretty (laughs) intense to think of yourself as a fraud
0: it is but this is also such a okay so all of this our big moment right now that we're having i feel like is is very there's there's so much exposure of fraudulent shit happening Mm. it's been over the last especially like financially i feel like Everybody has discovered like billionaires and they're like, oh my God, I want to be a billionaire. And everybody's trying to do whatever they can to kind of fake it or make a thing to, to try to show that they're this whatever. And they're all frauds. Not, so how, not all of them, but so like the vast it, majority.
1: How do you go from being courageous and chasing a dream to actually being fraudulent?
0: Without having like, Cause if we're what, actually, what do we call that? Toxic positivity or something?
1: Maybe, yeah, because like imposter syndrome, yeah, especially with all the influx of new news coming out about this, like the we, uh, WeWork show, Dude,
0: um, the Sam Friedman, what's his name, the um, the the uh, cryptocurrency was it FXT or so something? So much
1: crypto crime going um, on. Bernie
0: Madoff, that was a little while ago, but all of these things where there were, you know.
1: So you're telling me people experiencing imposter syndrome think that they're those people? No. So that's your first clue. That's your first clue. If you feel like a fraud, like you don't belong right? You're people with imposter syndrome are, are undervaluing their contributions and attributing their success to external factors. Do you ever hear this where people are like, Oh my yeah. God, great job, Alex. I loved how you, and you're like, Oh, it's just because you know, they, they had the, they had the right thing in stock. Totally, yeah. <laughs> right. So that happens all the time and then doing great things at work and then being like, Oh, it's just, you know, no, it's, it wasn't me. It was just, I'm um, the lucky break.
0: So it's like, being humble to a fault.
1: It's different than humility though, because yeah. you, you start to sabotage your success.
0: So there you go. So it's, it's a self, a subconscious self sabotage.
1: Yes. Um, setting. So then what you do is you overwork and you set unreal, unrealistic expectations Yeah. and then you get burnout because you tried so hard that your job becomes a chore. It
0: wasn't sustainable and
1: you're yeah. not inspired anymore. Yeah. And then you're like, why did we even start doing this?
0: I feel like that with trombone. I'm fucking burnt out of that shit. Really? No, I, I haven't played it in years. I haven't played
1: for years. You should pick it up.
0: I probably should.
1: So the feelings that people have are anxiety, insecurity, dread. Okay. Um, and they can't experience success at an internal level, which is, I'm. this is where I start to get into it. And I'm like, oh no, I have this. This is what I have. I, for some reason, whenever something good happens, I'm like, okay. And then you think something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. This is like that self-sabotage. Yeah, it's a classic.
0: Yeah, I noticed the other day, what happened? I took too much edible or something. I forget exactly what happened. But I was realizing that, so since doing all of this letting go work shit that we'll talk about one of these weeks, after like doing it for a couple years, what happens is you start getting fast at tracing the origin emotion that you're experiencing or why you're in a bad mood or something. Mm-hmm. And I noticed when I traced something all the way down one day or whatever, uh, what I was actually ex- uh, experiencing or afraid to experience was joy. huh? And it was weird because it was like, what? But I, I kind of like sat with it for a long time and just like meditated on it for a while. And it is experiencing joy completely is is almost an overwhelming experience. Mm. And it was hard. It actually still, and I'm still practicing it, to be honest with you. It's it's such an incredible, so I think for like that's, a, it was the root of it was actually something really positive that you were still scared to experience.
1: So maybe we are just all a little bit afraid and that's our nature in a physical body. We're afraid of experiencing bliss and joy and perfection.
0: And I think that's, again, and success. part of the fucking point. I, I think the human body for whatever reason maybe it's because today's crazy fucking world or whatever but yeah that's 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 an only an earthly that's an ego problem which Mm. you know means it it originates from having a body it's the body experience
1: yeah so you're having you're having all these successes on an external level like you could objectively say i reached this goal and i did this thing but internally you're like no yeah it's (laughs) It's like okay wait 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 only you can prevent forest fires only you can turn that that attention inward like like Nick was saying and be like okay what bitch wait a second did you just say no I'm not is that (laughs) is this healthy for us you know because you're not they're not even people experiencing imposter syndrome are nowhere close to being like narcissistic assholes like they're just too far yeah Right, I mean, I'm sure narcissists experience imposter syndrome, but it's ew, that's they that's got to be so just intense. Just it deep down, right? <laughs> keep on going. So, unlike humility, it prevents you from going forward in your purpose. So, so that's this is the research that I did today, and I was like, holy shit, I definitely experienced this. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people also feel this sense that time is running out, like you've been putting on an act and can't keep it up much longer. Oh yeah. So this yeah. imposter feeling almost sounds like a past life trauma. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think you're playing a role. Now, if if everything we said about reincarnation is true, where we've just like these ball of energies that just keep coming back in different forms and trying new experiences to grow as a soul, yeah, you probably definitely feel like an imposter because you are a new you this time. You weren't Nick last time. What? So you even having your physical form in the way that it is as Nick is different.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, if you are, yeah.
1: I wonder if this is where a lot of our issues come from too, like a societal this is level. This becoming a If we could prove past lives are real, that, that would be so sick. It is fun to say like, hey, you can forgive yourself and have some compassion because you are playing a new role. Of course, you feel like an imposter. Of course, this is hard for you. You're, let's talk about the things that get us here too, right? So we, if, even if it's not a past life thing, if we don't believe in that type of thing, there's a lot of ways that you can acquire imposter syndrome. So where would you say where would you say if somebody felt like they weren't worthy worthiness is it Where do you think this comes from though like childhood
0: Yeah sure I, I so I I do think it innately is in anybody ever I'm um, everybody you know any Agreed. fucking any any there's some weird egoic thing that the the fucking brain does or whatever that it it's and everybody has some different form of it, self self sabotage thing. Yes, where they just kind of like it. it
1: saboteur uh, is what they call it.
0: Saboteur. The
1: archetype is saboteur. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Maybe we should we should talk about that. Because we'll do an
1: archetypes episode. I'm fascinated by that.
0: It's so it's like you have there are two types of it's like a it's like a confidence right. So you have like a egoic confidence, and then you have like a like a true confidence. True confidence trumps everything, anywhere, anytime. All at once. All at once. <laughs> okay, then egoic confidence is external. Mm-hmm. So that depends on whether things are going well or not. Ah. And if you have... um
1: That's really interesting because we're talking about numbers,
0: receiving compliments, or any you know what I mean, or receiving money or whatever, getting likes on Instagram. (laughs) Jesus,
1: how much getting likes on Instagram? How much assurance do you need that you're dope?
0: How much assurance do you need that you're dope? And you're constantly looking for the things that are wrong. Yes, and I and I think the brain is just kind of programmed that way. So it is it is mastering the human your body, yes, which is you know. I guess the human experience, but mastering the understanding your body.
1: Becoming aware and turning that attention inward and saying, where is this coming from actually? That's why we love meditation, even though we also hate it.
0: And another thing too that we have learned from the last couple of years is uh, investigative thinking. Yeah. This is a, a, a easy way to solve all of these kind of like self-sabotage questions. Dude, so we're like
1: A lot of therapists are recommending this. So what is it exactly? You stop yourself.
0: So, so re- just recognize that your thoughts are not who you are. I know. It's a, it's a fucking brain fuck, guys. It sounds simpler gonna, than it is. It sounds simpler than it is. What's going to happen, you're, you're going to get caught in your thoughts yeah. and you're just going to follow them and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I'm hyperventilating. We're all dead. Okay, <laughs> so before you get there, dial it back a little bit. Recognize, and this is why it's like mastering the body and the breath work is so interesting yeah. because what happens is you start noticing uh, when your body is fluctuating, uh, you know, emotions. So you you have thoughts. The thoughts make the body react in different emotional ways, right? And so all you do is you just observe them mm-hmm. or investigative thinking is asking questions like, is it true?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Are you actually not successful? Are you not? Right, because a lot of times for you and me, we like can't you can't sustain like your highest numbers like all the time and this happened on the label too with Carmen it was yeah. like you can't always sustain some people get like s- their biggest hit songs and then they never come back with a, a song bigger than that that's like the normal come on what do you expect there's eight billion of us you can't always have the number one song <laughs> the hell is wrong with you and that triggers shame when you realize uh, that you can't come back at the level you did, and that's what, what was what was impossibly unsustainable about the label is that they reinforced this, even when we had. the only thing they focused on, and it's yeah. like okay, that Everything works that because wrong. you can discard. I mean, labels are kind of narcissistic. You can just discard us and so move on to the next person, whoever has the hit, exactly. and then you discard them. It never is the same artists, and this is even at the this, top of a, of a of a label.
0: That entire system is. Pretty I don't know if abusive is the right word. It's a word. But it's pretty toxic. Yeah. It's pretty toxic. And I don't think people understand it because still fun to, like across the board, whether you're high vibrational or low vibrational. Yeah. If a lot of people know your art or your music or whatever, it's considered success.
1: So so what let's they say don't know, though, outside of a record deal too, like you're working an office job and you have record sales and they invite you to the VIP CEO suite get lunch. Your own Keurig machine. You get invited to the luncheon and then like the next quarter your sales are down back to like still high. Higher than you were before, but like lower, and you don't get the invite to the luncheon. Yeah, this is how society operates. It's I like you're in, lunch. you're out. They're on you when you're hot, off you when you're not, and that's forever.
0: And you, you think at some point when you, and this is this is the fucking thing, man. I always think of these cases. It's really dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I always kind of think of Anthony Bourdain.
1: Yes, like, like we doing, people couldn't believe that he took his life. Doing
0: kind of. The, the dream, dream job. job that anybody—you just travel, go around, and eat, drink, hang out with people, do different cultures, do whatever the just like just see the fucking world and humans in every different part of it and hang out, know the local culture. That sounds fun as fuck. It's still, you know, there was there was some part of it that wasn't still enough, you know, and that's um, it's
1: a lot. You got to watch out. You know, it's it is easy to. Yeah, shit. Like we can't judge his situation at all. We have no and you idea. You can't judge
0: it. And you can't judge it.
1: But I'm like, did he phone a friend? Did he do it? like oh I'm sure, you know, yeah. I'm sure over time. You you never you never know. So and it doesn't matter. So Judging
0: it doesn't doesn't It doesn't
1: matter. It. That right. was his journey too, and and like he's gonna be on to like bigger and greater things, I'm sure. Next year. He already life is had an
0: incredible he had an incredible life.
1: Incredible. And we don't know even what that kind of success feels like. You know? Yeah. We don't know. We can't judge that.
0: Though I do I do know Um, yeah, it's, it's been a really fascinating thing. Like the last year, 18 months or so, maybe last year, all of a sudden, I feel like something happened with Queen Herbie and suddenly people, like a lot more people suddenly like know who you are Right. when we go places. Yeah. But like, I remember with, in, with Carmen, like probably more so than where you were with Carmen at that point. But I remember too, like this, the sway of that. And it was so, um, it was just a very different experience then.
1: Yeah. No, it's drastic. Fame is very drastic.
0: And very fleeting and very, um, it kind of, it kind of puts you on your heels a little bit. It's, it's, um, it was a very just egoically fascinating experience.
1: Definitely. So the places you can acquire imposter syndrome is family environment, right? Where your family or your parents overemphasized achievement or we're overly critical. So I have this one. I okay. have this one like to the core, right? So you come home, you're excited. You got an A minus on a really hard test. And your mom's like, why didn't you get a plus?
0: Could have been an A.
1: That's very damaging. Yeah. To a child.
0: I was like, well, it could have easily been a fucking C. All right.
1: You know, but most likely their parents did that to them. Yeah. And it continued okay. forever. So mm-hmm. if you're a parent, I hope, <laughs> I hope you, you can learn, you know, I'm sure that you are already an amazing parent, but that's something to consider. You can break <laughs> generational, Trauma about imposter syndrome. We can give the next generation way less uh, excuses to end up in this position where they doubt themselves all the fucking time, right? Social pressures. So uh, again, this is when friends and colleagues include you or or don't include you when you're performing at their level of standard, right? Which is not healthy. If you have friends who are only, who, especially in Hollywood, this is it, man. In California, this in Nebraska, <laughs> people are like, you're your friend or you're not right? Yeah. That's like, if you didn't say hi at Walmart, that's like, we are, oh. we're beefing now.
0: Oh, we're, yeah. But in Somebody's Hollywood, go. in
1: Hollywood, like it, all of a sudden, like you have a video blow up or you're, the, Oh, I've been watching you for years. I'm such a big fan. It's like, totally. where were you totally. a month ago when I was down in the dumps with imposter syndrome? <laughs> right. Um, uh. it's very enforced. Yeah. In, in Hollywood, this is a very real thing, and I'm sure y'all let us know if you feel this where you live.
0: And also, too, like the fucking Oscars were a couple of weeks ago, and um you know, all Brennan Fraser, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck up the pronunciation of his name. Who was the the guy from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once oh. from Indiana Jones?
1: And none of us are gonna pronounce it. Yeah, because he, he, he was
0: correcting people. I saw this whole video of him correcting oh, people on the that. red carpet. <laughs> And it was really cute, but because so he's a, he's just such a kind soul, you and, can tell.
1: And he's been in it. He's I'm sure he had Dude, imposter syndrome. Are at some you point. kidding me? Yeah, he was for what years?
0: You have a superstar years. role
1: at like nine years old, and then you you wait to get your Oscar until you're like what fifty? How old <laughs> yeah. is he? Forty.
0: He just hung around, man. Incredible. Yeah.
1: Um. So. Any any circumstance from your past actually can trigger imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, and especially folks who speak different languages, are different ethnicities, different genders, socioeconomic status, Women. religion, physical or learning disabilities. All these things can fuel the phenomenon of feeling like a fraud or like you don't belong, yeah. right? Um, and you can carry... The weird thing is that you can carry this feeling long after that situation resolved like so even if you no longer feel like an outcast because you're a woman people support you this is just ingrained it's it's a trauma right you're, and you're ignoring it so it sits in your body until you confront it so that's why we're doing this episode um introverts also by the way asterisks, asterisks, asterisks. introverts feel it more
0: parentheses end of parentheses
1: <laughs> introverts uh communicate inward mm instead of outward so if you're all by yourself in there like you know (laughs) would you
0: categorize yourself as an
1: introvert i would yeah holy shit we're getting
0: divorced
1: okay (laughs) he's nick is an extrovert and i'm more i lean a little bit on the introvert scale yeah i mean
0: i vote democrat but i lean pretty centrist no i uh i am definitely an extrovert i feel like i am becoming less of an extrovert as i grow up sure you know
1: yeah that's interesting well you're becoming also i think a lot of extroverts are like yeah everything's outside of them which is not always a good balance i think a balance would be the perfect central being able to give yourself to others while also restoring yourself internally yeah that's that's a vibe that's a good vibe so fuck introverts and extroverts yeah (laughs) fuck you Um, but let's talk about what kind of personalities emerge from imposter syndrome perfectionists Perfectionists, oh, yeah, stand yeah. up. Let's go. Um, at the root of perfectionism is the fear of losing control. Yeah. So that's a big thing. What about the fear of
0: success, too? Like, if it actually works. I think you, that's one of these. I, I, oh, sorry. Keep going. There's so many.
1: I was just reading articles from therapists trying to become a professional. If <laughs> you hear me being a perfectionist for this episode,
0: <laughs> see, there you go.
1: Uh, there's Superwoman. This is another personality type where you just are like, nope, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it all. You have like no gauge of what's possible. Of course, you're going to feel like an imposter. You're not superwoman. And this is the fear of free time or taking away from work. So, this is interesting. You don't take vacations. That's me. Yeah. Being superwoman, like, no, I can just, I'll just do it all and I'll shoot the whole collection today and we'll, and it'll be great. It's like, okay, but maybe you need a couple days this weekend to just sleep watch some shows, make some necklaces. Oh wait, that's still working. Technically. <laughs> See, <laughs> it's me. I'll just make, don't worry, I'll just finish it off. <laughs> it's fine. Um, natural genius. This is the person that believes that they get it right the first time. Ooh, imagine you, you put the effort forth into your thing and you're like, ugh, not willing to edit it. Yeah. You're not willing to go back and take time and think about it. Um, of course they, they have imposter syndrome
0: because mm-hmm. they're
1: unwilling to like step back and like, I take had that time. in the
0: beginning of producing.
1: And they can't take criticism either. They won't...
0: Right. Oh, yeah. If you
1: get feedback from somebody, you're like, it's personal. no.
0: It becomes personal. is you that funny? Yeah, well, you're personally attacking me. That is such a form it's of like, imposter it's syndrome. Like, yeah, dude, chill. Like, the song sucks.
1: It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and the root feeling of that is the fear of failing. The shame.
0: Yeah. And shame, remember, on that fucking scale, shame is like, <laughs> I think right above death. Yeah. Shame is one of the lowest ones you can feel. That's how fucking... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Being able to take feedback from someone and always with a grain of salt, you know, they might have pe- reflecting their own issues on you of their own imposter syndrome, right? So you got to, yeah. this is tricky shit.
0: Sometimes it blows my mind that any kind of human communication can happen successfully at all. Period. Because everything that I'm saying to somebody else is you bouncing off of like the, what I'm saying and the, like the emotions and like the fucking facial expressions that I'm using to say it are in your brain triggering a whole other world of different like responses and things based off of your past experiences and then you know what I mean and then eventually nobody knows what anybody's fucking talking about
1: nobody, and then I, we're just here
0: having a martini with a dog in my lap
1: and recording it for the internet oh my god <laughs> how did we get here how
0: did this happen
1: but it's pretty, I, I need a pizza it's pretty wonderful yeah existing is really fun
0: well uh, and then at the end of the day you just fucking like uh, eventually you get to this fever pitch and then you uh, let it go. And then you're like, all right, it was pretty fun.
1: That's why an episode on letting go and surrender is important.
0: It's so important. That's kind of like. Every week we say, what are we talking
1: about? So that's what I mean. And it's Nick like, says, let it letting becomes... go. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's like, just let it go, Nick. Let it and go, I'm like, Nick.
1: ah! <laughs> okay, sorry. Two more personality types. Oh my types. God,
0: tell me all the personality types. Sorry,
1: this is so fun for me. I'm a, I'm a learner. Soloist, not willing to ask for help. Get out of town. I'm not
0: pointing, but I'm pointing.
1: It's me, y'all. I'm the soloist. (laughs) I can't. I. It's hard for me to like give things for other people to do. I I have to do everything myself, and I can't ask for help. This is imposter syndrome.
0: To be fair with you, though, you're a rare thing where you're actually really good at a bunch of things. Sure. So it it's kind of like, but you have to. You do have to focus on if you want to really just focus on a couple things to make sure that they're, you know, the certain level or whatever, right. Then yeah, you do have to delegate, but yeah, eventually. no, it's
1: probably, yeah, it's probably good to but hire. You, you
0: are really good at a lot of things.
1: Hire someone to change the washing machine tubes. Um, <laughs> sorry. What? Because if you try your to change them yourself, you'll flood your loft.
0: Oh, oh my God. We won't even talk about that story.
1: You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I couldn't just ask someone to help me with that. That yeah. was so silly, that but I flooded s- our loft. <laughs>
0: Dude, that was the most fucking frantic. Wow. It was a combination of things. They
1: (laughs) they had the water shut off in the building, so it was a few things going on.
0: It was like some perfect timing of the Shut the water off, and then... Uh so it was like a build-up
1: I had to do therapy about that.
0: Yeah, when it when it when it was spewing in the loft, they were like, It's already shut off. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And it was just coming at like gallons. Speaking of the Titanic,
1: yeah. No, it was like and it was freezing cold too. At least it wasn't hot. (laughs) Oh, so it was the cold side at least. So funny. Okay, so ask for help. Ask for help. If you if you if you can't, if you're a soloist and you can't ask for help, this may be a sign that you're suffering imposter syndrome. And the last one is expert. I must have all the credentials before applying for this job. Mm. Mic drop. Yeah. That was... This is an example of not sharing your music until it's ready. It's not, oh, it's not perfect yet. Fear of inadequacy. Yeah, totally. Totally.
0: I felt that way going to Berkeley. So like we I was saying before, like I was actually gonna be a chiropractor, like my junior year of high school, and then we went to that that Berkeley summer camp and I was like, oh shit, maybe I can fucking I don't know. Maybe like maybe I uh maybe this is a thing I can do. And then I uh I remember having the distinct thought, like, if you ever make it in music, going going to Berkeley was was like a like a decision where regardless if I ended up in Jazz trombone <laughs> or whatever. Like I felt like I had to go to Berkeley to feel like I knew what the fuck I was talking about. Right. Otherwise, so that's uh, it's probably a little bit of what you're talking about.
1: That's definitely because you probably didn't have to go. The oh, fuck no. Hello. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now uh, you can sorry, say that.
0: Sorry, Berkeley. In hindsight. Love You don't need to be successful at music. We can do a whole whole
1: episode on this. Like how many of you have not released your art to the world because you're like, well, I don't know. I need to fill out some paperwork and maybe I need to take some classes. I haven't got a haircut, hmm, babe. Actually, it's a new world. You can do anything you fucking want. Mm -hmm. It's true. Well, except for you can't do surgeries. (laughs) You do have to go to school for that. Right. But there's very few things that you can't do yourself.
0: Oh, okay. I got you. So you can do surgeries just do,
1: well, you do have to go to school for that.
0: Yeah. Make sure you watch a YouTube video. You first. don't have
1: imposter syndrome. Like you got yeah. to do the training for the surgery, but everything else I feel please like please
0: have imposter syndrome for surgeries.
1: Yeah. But like starting your own business. Like I've talked to so many, I've mentored some, some babies along oh, the man. way
0: or being an artist They're like, at oh, all. I don't
1: know. How do you, I, can I just sign up for a website? I'm like, Oh my God.
0: Being an artist. You can,
1: you can. Doing yes. All,
0: doing all these things in general is going to be such an incredible volley of being like, I'm the best thing in the world. Oh my God, I'm awful.
1: Yeah. No, it's like, what's the most, I I have imposter syndrome when I push myself to the point where I'm like, okay, what's an example? There's plenty. Okay. Today I was at a bead store and I was just like, okay, I was at a bead store and I was like, okay, I'm not really like a jeweler. And they were like, do you have an account? And I was like, shame, shame, shame. And I was like, oh no, tell me more about that. You know, Mm. instead of, your imposter syndrome getting you down and having you turn away in shame from an opportunity. Instead, say, turn on the charm and be like, hi, Janice, thank you so much for talking to me. I'm sure you're very busy. I love your store. It's beautiful. Like, how do I sign up for a Swarovski account?
0: Where'd you get that top? I love it. You know what I mean? Investigative thinking. You literally were like, oh, let me just ask some fucking questions. Because Sometimes it's that fucking easy.
1: These people are bored. And if you're pleasant and a good vibe, they do want to talk to you. And they will give you information because eventually they'll make money off of you, too. Mm. I'm going to probably buy some beats from her.
0: People love money. It's the thing I found.
1: They love money, but they love especially getting money from people and energies that they appreciate and like. Yeah. Yeah. So the biggest issue with imposter syndrome that I feel, and I don't know this if all the therapists would agree with me on this, but I think worthiness Is the one, and we could do a whole episode about it. But babe, when you find out that you just inherently don't feel worthy of something, that's it. (laughs) That's the answer. Yeah. If if no achievement is enough to prove it to yourself, you have to restore your self worth. Yeah. I found this out about myself, like couple years ago, not that long ago. I was watching like a Matt Kahn video. Oh my God. I've never talked about him on here. Matt Kahn. Matt Kahn. Yeah, he's, you, he's, he's, he's the guy, you've sent me a bunch of his shit, right? He's profound, a spiritual leader person. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he was like, he did a whole series on healing worthiness and I had just never thought about that. I was like, oh wow, I'm profoundly unworthy inside. Mm. There's a lot of things that I'm like me A a woman out here, like I would say like pretty, pretty forward thinking for her time, still limited because we are all unlimited. All of our journeys are important. All of our adventures needing to happen are just held back by us, right? We we have unlimited potential. You're inherently magic. So how do you free that? How do you free the beast? So they say, so your sacral chakra. So if you want to do some more deep dives on on worthiness and we'd love to hear your uh, your ideas in the discord because we should do an episode on worthiness and like how to restore it because that's a game changer if you can get that this is um sacral chakra which is like um right below your belly button like two inches below your navel is where you keep your pleasure creativity sexuality and abundance so that's like where you would feel your worthiness mm. if you want to do some some chakra if you're into that shit or if you just want to google like how to heal my worthiness there's some really great there's some really great advice, um, online, but yeah. And it's worthiness is entangled in virtually every issue and healing. This can be the cure for so many problems Mm -hmm. and you're the only one who can do it. I would love to do it for you because I am a people pleaser, (laughs) but I can't, you're the only person who can do it. (laughs) Um, worthiness is literally the root vibration of all of my songs. So if you want to listen to queen Herbie, like all my music is channeling this Uh, this energy. And yeah, the truth, the truth at the end of this whole conversation is that you matter and you're here for a specific purpose.
0: And I think one of the root, like the core of one of those vibrations is probably courage. Definitely. Yeah. And it's a fucking, listen, man, the shit isn't, sometimes when you're in it, it's, it's the simplest thing ever. Nothing could be easier. Nothing. Could, it's like the flow state shit we were talking yes. about. Everything is, makes sense. And when you're not in it, it feels fucking impossible.
1: Ooh. The courage to... <laughs> and ex- that's okay.
0: That's cur- perfectly 100% fucking... I mean, if we could interview George Washington, you know what I mean? I bet he'd <laughs> be like, why are your teeth made out of wood? All right? You have imposter syndrome. No, but like, it, it's such a... Uh, you do need... It, sometimes it requires courage to like still put your shit out there and to really fucking, to to still step outside. Almost like the fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes that's not a bad. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the opposite of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Well, you're allowed here like, oh, well, you do still, still deeply feel that you're not. Right. So it's belong. not a
0: sustainable feeling. Eventually they're going to feel like, oh, and there will be a breaking point where they're like, it's not, I, I can't do it. Or, you know, it's, even if God forbid things go well. Then they're still going to have to deal with the joy. You're still going to have to deal with the joy.
1: From that angle, too, like eventually you fake it till you make it, and you end up with in a room of like professionals, and you're like, oh my god, I I don't know if I belong here. No, you find out that nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. No, nobody knows. Oh, this is the this is the life hack of this episode. I have been. Nobody knows what they're doing. Congratulations. Nobody knows. (laughs) Choose what rooms you want to be in. You belong as long as it's something that brings you joy. Period.
0: And to encourage that, because I'm the perfectionist.
1: Yes, Alex. But I
0: also am like a big risk taker. So like I, I, when I met you two, I was an amateur at a lot of things, but the one thing you were looking for, I was like, I can, I can do that. We'll see what happens here.
1: (laughs) And And why were you were willing to, you were willing to try it because you were like, no, if I, if I can make this work, I know it'll bring me somewhere.
0: Yeah. I was like, I, I can, I can assist with this one thing that I know they're looking for, but it's the, all the other aspects of the things that the, this team is doing that I want to be a part of. So I'm just going to get in there (laughs) with a lot of imposter syndrome and just be like, no, I'm going to figure this shit out. And now here I am.
1: And you know, you know, what was, what really was, what I noticed about you on the first day was like. Well, first, you're tall and attractive, so you have some privilege. <laughs> oh, uh, there we go. Pretty boy do you privilege. You have some privilege going walk
0: into, into a room being yeah. white six foot two. Is. Thank you. <laughs>
1: so, we also need to acknowledge, I, I you do know, acknowledge that. You can't uh, even talk about this without. about you
0: did not hire me. You hadn't even met me.
1: I didn't know. No. True. No clue. So, I
0: will say, uh, the first shoot we ever did was it the wifey video? Wifey, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember it specifically because that's when I was. Uh, understanding that I was a director yeah. and had to, like, you know, do all totally. this. And we were fucking. Uh, super dumbasses, and we're like, why don't we do like three 8, photo 000. shoots and shoot a video at the same time in the same, in the day. same place yeah, the worst. with like four people? We're like, what could go wrong? We did it. However, it was like gross. It was not something, not yes. a sustainable action. And this is what happens,
1: um even on two hundred thousand dollar label shoots.
0: Absolutely. That's why oh, I totally. wasn't. I didn't you feel. Guys.
1: I didn't feel imposter in front of Alex. Right. So then, as the as the overachiever um person who can't ask for help i yeah, was yeah, like oh yeah. shit we're over our heads on this you know so it,
0: but you killed it you killed it that whole shooting and, and you were like you were making sure we we're on schedule everything yeah, was yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and i was like all right well this is this is it you know this is this is really this is all we yeah. need
1: yeah and what often <laughs> was great. what often happens is you meet someone like alex and over time they become jaded and work less hard but that didn't happen with you either
0: oh right oh we, alex has plenty of time
1: he is time to get yeah, it's jaded. Only been five years. Come okay, on. It's good. only been five
0: years. Come on. Okay, Give great. him a number, like, a number like 12. No, he'll people be,
1: become, yeah, they become lazy be and jaded. And then, you know, well, usually what that is is a sign of you not being on purpose. So, what I also sure. find is the people I work with, I try to check in with them every once in a while like, hey, you know, what are your bigger dreams? Like, is this in alignment? Because I don't, you do
0: always do that. Yeah. I don't
1: want to. I don't want to just force people. I I did force Nick into doing my bidding, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Now we talk about, I was like, do you feel trapped? We'll talk
0: about that later. Are you? Yeah. That's next week.
1: This is a lot of dynamics to manage y'all. Why my
0: husband is trapped.
1: Yes. But this is a safe space for you to explore your feelings and thoughts about this at a deep, deep, deep level. uh, The courage to accept yourself. As you are in that worthiness and, and giving yourself the self-care. How many of you don't take vacations and don't take baths and don't take care of yourself and get massages and and meditate on a regular basis and eat healthy and work out at the gym? If you can develop that awareness, we do this through, um, well, driving each other crazy, yeah. meditation. Um, also, uh, just learning and to notice the voice of your saboteur the sabotaging voice in your head, just trying mm-hmm. to be like, hey, bitch, become friends with her. Ask her some questions.
0: Well, sit with her. The, the thought of the it's fear like, is always worse than the reality of the fear. Yes. Always. That's yeah, the, the scariest thing. Yeah, it's, it's not. The th- it's, what the, what's the quote? Fear itself? Yeah. Like, it's, oh, that's always scarier than... The, the actual moment. Than the reality yeah. of it.
1: Like, if you're in a very stressful situation that just erupted right in this moment... We would take a deep breath and we would handle it, Mm -hmm. right? So trusting that you can do that, having the courage to know that that's possible for you. Inner child work is a big one. Making a list. Okay, inner child work. We just skimmed over that. That's a whole episode. Uh, Make a list. Reasons I'm inadequate versus reasons I'm adequate. Yeah. Right? That's helpful if you're competent. I'm competent. Inadequate versus competent. If you're one of those list makers like me and you're like, wait, okay, well, I don't have any experience in making beats. Okay, but... I have really good instincts and like people buy my beads. Okay. Um, I don't know the right people. Okay. We'll scratch that out. Cause I, I am really good at talking on the phone and calling people out of the blue and just asking questions. Okay. I do have a big uh, audience and following. So like they are supporting me. Okay. So then you start keeping your list and you're like, okay, I can get rid of the imposter syndrome because my list of competency is greater. Mm-hmm. This is a really good exercise. Um, it helps to step back and focus on what really matters too. So again, taking your vacation every weekend to the mountains. Excellent. Um, your health, your safety, your loving friends, your creativity, your hobbies, your dogs, eating good food. Like what are you working so hard? What are you being an imposter for?
0: Ask why? I think a lot of times too, if people were honest with themselves, it might not be something that the reason that they're trying to sabotage it or whatever could be because they, it's not what they want. Period.
1: Period. The courage to say, like, do I actually like this? Maybe I don't want
0: this. I know this is something that the rest of the world says I I should want. yeah, but like maybe I don't. That's a big deal. We Ask just flipped why. it. Imposter syndrome
1: is a good thing. It might it might bring light to the truth for you,
0: dude. It might save yourself some, a fucking couple de- couple decades. You know save what I'm yourself
1: saying? a couple decades, and it is <laughs> and it is never too late. By the way, oh my no. god, uh, mantras and affirmations. Yes, yes, yes. Just yeah, repeating things, positive statements to yourself to build up that self worth. It sounds corny. I know. I hate these things and too. The, but... See,
0: th- those things are tough for me though, because if you don't do that from a <laughs>
1: Authentic place. Authentic. If you're place, like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm great. I'm you can't, awesome. You can't muscle it.
0: This is what this is what I'm learning from both from all from reading all these things and then also uh, from from practicing it. You cannot muscle this shit. You do have to believe it. Well, this is why letting go is so so important. Because you to how do you believe it? How do you access that state where you're going to allow yourself to believe it? Mm. And you have mm-hmm. to stop trying to hide anything or stop trying to pretend or stop trying. In general, just stop fucking trying. Just be you. See what happens. And then from that state, then you can start programming yourself in a positive place and then you'll be willing to accept it. Mm. But that's why, you know, if if you just stay, it's like, you know, it's it's still going to hit the force field. It's never going to get past that. Does that makes sense?
1: It does. It's not for everybody, but for me, I wrote like a life mission statement that I update every few years. It's like I'm Queen Herbie, the biggest artist in the world, a lyrical genius, healer, and designer, creating a new world of peace and balance with jo- uh, a peace, balance, joy, and safety with a team of visionary craft masters
0: and the best lawn in town. <laughs> what
1: <laughs> <laughs> the best lawn? <laughs> I don't know. If I had a lawn, it would be the best. You know what I'm saying because I have perfectionist friends. Um,
0: (laughs) Perfectionist Alice.
1: So (laughs) perfectionist Alice i didn't even mean to say alice (laughs) sometimes he's alice to us (laughs) we're all just here in our multiple forms, and our you know we're imposters of these own bodies like maybe we just need to accept alice (laughs) maybe we can just accept that we are imposters in these weird ass bodies that are temporary as fuck well okay let's say we do let's say
0: we're all just a bunch of fucking bag of dicks yeah we're like you know what i'm an imposter guess what I almost feel better about it. That's kind of fun. I'm like, all of a sudden now it's more fun. Now let's go to
1: Disneyland and pretend that we're princesses.
0: Let's give me the dress. Let's do this. Put it on TikTok. (laughs) No, but it becomes less serious. It becomes more loose.
1: This is why I love camp and why I love kitsch. And I love like these art forms and like drag art, drag art, drag artistry is so important to me because it just frees you from loose. Yes. And I think as eternal souls, most likely we just want to feel like we can transform and we can be whoever we want in any moment.
0: One of the first serious talks we ever had as a couple. I don't know if you remember.
1: (laughs) I'm excited to hear about this.
0: I was like, listen, (laughs)
1: <laughs> what this is so dramatic we
0: were walking on newberry <laughs> okay and uh things oh, yeah. that things that started getting really serious all of a sudden like okay well we're gonna start dating and that <laughs> means we're gonna you know, we gotta do all, and i was just like oh okay no no, no this isn't fun anymore we're fucking 19 mm-hmm. or 20 however we fucking were 19, old we were yeah this let's just the reason we started dating and hanging out or whatever realizing that we liked each other it was because nothing everything was loose everything was fun mm-hmm. there there wasn't any like tight restrictions around anything and I was like I, I can we just like can we just stay here for can a we have little an bit?
1: open relationship <laughs> 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 He didn't say that.
0: Uh, Yeah, I was like, and I'm gay.
1: But that's what I took it as, as a Nebraska girl. I was like, "Mm, he doesn't want to, he wants to to keep shopping. Too much pressure. Well, and if you have no self-worth, you're like, oh, there's someone else. He doesn't like me. But that wasn't the case. Correct. I did. I had imposter syndrome. And I tried to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I knew it's weird because like deep, deep, deep down, I knew that I'm the baddest bitch here. Right. Period. Like you can't do better than this. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're gay, but that would be fun too. <laughs> that would be actually still, great. Still, still great. Quite a prize. But yeah, it is funny how you're, you're um, insecurities just come up especially man if you're under the age of 35 i don't even this is what i'm saying when you're young just give yourself some time god you're gonna you're gonna heal this it's all right thank you for listening but like you've got more time part of the game just do it
0: live the life man live the life when you're young you just you don't even know who you are right literally up until your 30s sometimes it all seems so intense it does but it seems so serious it seems so real yeah it doesn't mean it doesn't feel crazy at the time
1: We have literally no skin in your game, right? So we're here telling you (laughs) that you have time and it's not as serious as you think. So you can believe us because we literally have no, there's no reason for us to say that to you except for that. It's true. Okay, good. Seek opportunities to learn new skills. Oh, I love this one. If you have imposter syndrome and you're like, I'm not good enough I'm my self-worth, babe, just think of something you're interested in learning, like how to make socks and Google it. And just learn it just for an exercise to show yourself that you can do it. This is why people go to the gym. Because they're like, well, I said I was going to go work out and I did. Yeah. That's what I learned from my friend Kelsey Wells Mm. on her podcast. She was like, oh, I'm on like Sports Illustrated. Uh uh-huh." But like honestly, workouts, because she was explaining it to me. I said, please explain it to me because I hate exercise. And she was like, it's literally your commitment to yourself to say, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. I'm just going to go to the gym for an hour. Even if I don't do much, at least I fucking did it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And that's so cool. That's so powerful. Get comfortable being bad at things. Yeah. To prove to yourself that you can do them anyways.
0: Because that's going to be forever. And if you can get comfortable enough being bad at things long enough, then you become kind of unstoppable. You
1: become a master.
0: Yeah, you really do. It's inevitable. And
1: all you have is time. This is for those of you who are out there with imposter syndrome and you've been waiting years to pursue something that you really want to do. Babe, if you just start today, in a couple of years you're going to be there.
0: Fucking do it. Fucking start. Crazy. It is a new world. It is a new world, kids. The new new world is going to become more and more and more obvious the next probably 6 months, but yeah, it's it's a new it's a new place that we're in.
1: Yes, and we're you know here to saying? talk we're here to talk about exactly that. This is something we feel so intensely, I don't know because we're artists or something, it's Internet, just obvious to us. Yeah. Um so give yourself credit. Uh, Have some compassion on you for how far you've come. So being kind to yourself is super important because um, you, you will always gain something from failure. Even if you're, I'm an imposter, I suck, I'm horrible, I've never had any success, like... Even your view of failure, which by the way, nobody else around you even has time to look at you and say that you're a failure. No, everybody's interested in their own shit and they're, it's so funny We're all these sad little humans like obsessed with their own failures. And it's like, those are the reason that you're going to get where you want to go.
0: Sounds like a good song. A Failure. Just a sad little human obsessed with my own.
1: Failures. And and connect with friends who lift you up. This is important. If you don't have friends, we'll be your friends. We're here to fucking root you on every week.
0: Best friends. Paper towels.
1: No one will get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> insert the Maybe, vid- though. Insert the paper towels video. From there was this, uh,
0: what were they called? Magic hugs? Magic hugs. Oh, my God. We became obsessed with them back in, was that about post-college Boston days? It was
1: too many, like, edibles. <laughs> That we watched those videos and thought oh they were God. funny. <laughs> yeah. So no, they're really brilliant. The, comedi- the comedic value is really yeah. high.
0: It was kind of like the beginning of the YouTube um, indie comedy scene. You know what I mean? Hilarious.
1: Yeah. See, we have imposter syndrome because we're like we don't want to share with you the things that we really think are funny, like Eric Andre. Do you think Eric Andre is really funny? I do.
0: <laughs> I do too.
1: <laughs> He's so funny that I don't laugh. Is that really? Is that, that a I thing? don't think
0: that counts. I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that no, there's very few things that I laugh. I don't laugh very easily out loud at stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, me either.
1: Nick False. Nick is a am a laugher. He's a gut right? chuckler. Guttural. Laughing.
0: Going back and <laughs> listening to these podcasts, I'm like, sorry for the laughing. No, yeah. don't right? apologize for that. It's contagious. Well, it's nice. Okay, good. Because if it's ever like, hey, Eli, we get it, bro. Like, chill the fuck out. I, I get it. I but understand. it's
1: authentic. You're not a faker. Yeah, you're being well, I'm you.
0: trying to really not, like, gauge how I'm... Yeah, don't. Trying to do it, you know, you're not having imposter anything. syndrome
1: about being a podcaster.
0: Uh, I uh, probably I, so I, I still haven't, I guess recently we've just started to make it like we're going to do this thing cause we weren't sure for a while. Yeah. So yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm probably going through a little bit of like a, hey, uh, I don't know, is this really what you do?
1: And this is what happened. So, so funny because you eventually it's like, no, we have like thousands of downloads a week. <laughs> yeah. People are listening to the shit and you're still like, I don't know. Do I laugh too much?
0: Right. Yeah. Like 25 episodes in and it's... Well, and it's because it, it forces you into... It, it's, so imposter syndrome too, I've also always... And I think this is, again, a universal fucking law. Frank Sinatra, supposedly, used to leave if they were playing his records at the club or whatever because he hated the sound of his own, his own voice. Frank fucking Sinatra, all right? Literally known as like the most classic voice of all time. I definitely have a little bit of that same thing where I, I don't always love hearing... The tone of my voice. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do like hearing myself talk.
1: <laughs> we could transpose but your voice. But only in real time. We only could, when I'm actually, pitch, this is the thing. Do some pitch we could pitch yeah. him, uh, your voice up.
0: Well, what I mean by that is I still love, I, I do genuinely love talking and hanging out with people like in real time. Definitely, just like to, to like, imbibe or imbibe. What imbi- do you call that?
1: He's an imbibe. The dude resides. The d- <laughs> Wait, is that the word? No. no. Abides. Abides.
0: Abides. Got it. There we go. There we go.
1: We got to look all three of those words up because I don't know.
0: I like to fellowship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Pass a ring around, hang out with Frodo. It's like we're at church. Yeah. Yo, fellowship. We had a fellowship
1: hall in my church. Did you really? And that's where all the (laughs) snacks were. Which
0: Yeah, fellowship hall. The
1: donuts.
0: (laughs) The cookies and the donuts? Let's go. So what kind of fellowshipping happens at church? Is that where the acid sticks are?
1: Oh, we just all avoid our real conversations and somebody's playing the piano badly in the corner. Oh, nice. Yeah. That
0: would be me. Wow. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm Ripping so many, the fucking
0: coffee brandy over there.
1: I've met so many Mormons this month. And I <laughs> and I try to bond with them. I'm like, hey, did you have a fellowship hall? Did you have somebody bad playing the piano? And did you have donuts? And they're kind of just like, mm, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to connect with the Mormon people. I'm right. like, no, 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 we're the same, right? And they're uh, like, mm, no, no, it's a whole different brand. But but a lot of things in common. So shout outs to the Mormons. We what love What was you. the
0: Mormon joke? It was like, if you go uh, fishing with your buddies, <clears throat> if you invite... One Mormon, they're going to drink all your beer, but if you invite two, they, no one will they drink. won't drink it. That's, I'm fucked up the punchline.
1: That's was, the punchline. Yeah,
0: That's the gist of the joke. It was I, almost good. It was almost, almost good. good. Look, if any of this hypnosis shit is true at all, where people say we <laughs> originated from blobs of source God energy. Okay. Okay. and then come into this human experience to you know and then we go back and then this is the part to evolve our souls and we go you know there's then just know I guess that you are already kind of you know you're perfect already it's just this 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 school this human body lesson egoic school that you're currently in that's giving you these thoughts okay these are not permanent things this this is just inc- do some investigative thinking on it And you'll find out that it's not true. Don't follow it. And, you know, we're going to be all right. There it is.
1: We're going to be all right.
0: We're going to be all right.
1: So if you've suffered from imposter syndrome, please feel free to listen back to these tips and tricks and know that you have two friends, three friends here, at least on the House of Herbie podcast, always supporting you. If you're interested in joining the Patreon, we have like almost a thousand people shit that are all in there supporting each other. It's such a good vibe in the discord and we love being here with you. We love discovering ourselves at a deeper level and expanding on our artistry and our creativity together and always here to support you. So we will see you next week.